This is Science Friday. I'm Flora Lichtman. It is officially sweater weather. Time to pull out those chunky weaves. Now, I look forward to this annual ritual, but I have noticed that my new sweaters often look like they're hanging on by a thread, while my old sweaters still look brand new. Is this real and why? Why do sweaters suddenly seem to stink? Today, we are unraveling sweater science with Dr. Imran Islam, knit expert and assistant professor at the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City. Welcome to Science Friday. Thank you. Okay, well, what is your approach to sweaters? Do you just like invest in one great sweater and that's it for you? Yes, I would say yes. (laughs) I'm relieved. Okay, please keep going. In what way? Well, um... If you look at the statistics currently, approximately 62% of the textile fibers are uh, synthetic fiber, like polyester, nylon, acrylic, that sort of thing. So typically, when we say sweater, historically sweater based on wool fiber and some sort of like, you know, a cashmere, you know, that kind of exotic fibers too. There was a little bit of cotton too at some point, but nowadays it's mostly acrylic, uh, polyester, you know, that kind of material, more and more you will find in the sweater process. But why is that worse? Like, why why does that translate to my sweaters falling apart? Well, definitely all this natural fiber I just mentioned, wool or cashmere or cotton, they do have inherent property that goes with the thermal insulation. Let's say wool has some sort of crimp or wavy shape, you know, when those are collected from the uh, sheep. And when you make the fabric out of it, so because of the wavy shape of the fiber, there is a air pocket. Within the air pocket, there is a trapped air that used as a natural insulator. So wool has a inherent thermal property. Now for man-made fiber, you to you have to recreate that. That's number one. So something inherent versus something recreated, like regenerator. So these are one difference. Right. The imitators are always not as good as the original. Exactly. Yeah. And another thing is the, I, I would say, the, the moisture property. So wool is known as hygroscopic. So hygroscopic means it absorbs water, but keep it inside the cell. But the outside seems dry, but it still it absorbs water and cotton absorbs th- thoroughly. But, you know, if you think about the uh, polyester or acrylic, they don't absorb. They are hydrophobic fiber. And what happens is that when there is a friction, because most of the time we wear sweater on top of something, it is our topmost dress or article when you wear. There must be something inside. So there is a constant friction when you wear one dress on top of another. And because of the friction, there is a static electricity. And then also some of the fibers are broken on the surface. So broken fibers and also static electricity, these two combine together so that all the broken fibers come close to each other. They form a fiber ball, which you know as a peeling. Oh, I I know peeling, believe me. So specifically yeah. when you wear, let's say, acrylic, uh, especially, you know, nowadays if you go to the market, if you see something very cheap, you see the peeling like uh, right after, like after a few days, like you're going to see that, you witness that. But in the previous, when you use the wool and cashmere or that sort of thing, it tends to generate less static electricity and tend to form less peeling. Basically because of the structure of the fiber and because it can absorb water rather than repel it. Like, it seems like these are the key 
the key reasons why these natural fibers do better. Exactly. Yep, exactly. I want to look at my sweater right now to see what it says about its makeup. And, okay, it says it's 85% polyester, 15% nylon. So, <laughs> so I, I believe for your sweater, the 15% nylon is to give it a little bit of strength because nylon is known for a stronger fiber. If you remember some of the nylon cord we used to tie something. Yes. So... So the the purpose basically the sweater should be hundred percent polyester for that <laughs> one, but the producer they add little bit of nylon just so that it, so I could get it over my head. So <laughs> yes, probably it will give you a little bit of strength. Will little bit of reduce the peeling property, but again the warmth you are looking at, like when they produce the fibers are straight, like you know it comes through a device called a spinneret. It is look like your shower head. Do you remember the shower head? When you drop the uh -huh. water, water is coming from straight from there. So mm -hmm. the man-made fiber, they produce like that. So those are straight. But in order to get the uh, thermal insulation property, they, they, you, they, there is a particular technology called texturization. So basically all the straight fibers become zigzag shape. You know, so that it will yeah, hold. Yeah, they perm the fibers. Right, yeah. they perm the fiber. Exactly, that would be the best way to describe. So, <laughs> uh, and then within that the cone shape, there is a. They try to imitate that uh, air pocket that you are getting inherently from wool or other natural fiber. So that air pocket is tend to help them to be natural insulator or something. So. I'm assuming that what, what we're talking about, um, the move away from natural fibers, isn't just happening with sweaters. Like this sort of degradation in quality must be part of this bigger fast fashion story problem. Is that true? Yes, that's true. Basically, the more you are going away, again, uh, if you remember uh, like 10, 15 years or 20 years ago, like we used to have like one or two sweaters per winter or something, something like this. So nowadays, if you look, for the people, they have a number of sweaters in their closet, even for the same winter, you know. So that is one of the reasons people, people, they, people have a high level of demand of different types of article if, within the sweater category, and you know to cope up with the with the supply and demand. So pro producer has to go through a route, like for instance, in order to, if you wanna think about the wool, you know, you have to think about the all natural variabilities or if you think about the cotton, you have to think about all the natural things that you cannot control much. It goes with the weather and some sort of thing, like natural ingredients. But for synthetic material like polyester or acrylic, you can make it in a lab and in a bulk quantity with a less with a lesser price. You have to deal with less number of variables. Most of the things are under your control. So in order to adapt the fast fashion and supply and demand, the manufacturer rely upon more of a synthetic fiber. And also, since you are buying more articles for the same season, that means you are not pay, like willing to pay more for one article. My next sweater is going to be thrifted. That is what I'm taking from this. I'm going to go back to the 80s, I don't know, maybe 90s. That, is, that seems like the era I need to be looking in. Yeah, I mean, thrift store would be another good way. Definitely, the, the wool sweater and everything, they have longer uh, lifetime. And thrifting would be like thrift would be a good way to get them easily. Thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. Dr. Imran Islam is a knit expert and assistant professor at the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City.